Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of Canadian Investing in the U.S. Uh, this week, my guest is Jay Stiles. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can actually see we're not in our regular studio location. We're sitting in Cuba with these beautiful palm trees behind us. Um, Jay, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, my name is Jay Stiles. Uh, I've been an investor for a number of years. I've uh, uh, numerous properties in uh, Canada and uh, recently, within the past uh, year or so, I've uh, ventured into the U.S. Let's start by talking about your network. A lot of people, uh, actually I'll talk about my network. <laughs> the uh, A lot of people when they're talking about this, it's like your network is your net worth. and. I think that this is a perfect example. Um, Jay and I have met, uh, done business together, and now look at this. We're vacationing together, we're friends together. Like, this is the pinnacle of real estate. I think this is what, this is what the whole thing should be about, is creating relationships like this. This is, this is, this is the goal. This is the next level, I think, right? Absolutely, Glenn. Uh... Uh, you know, expanding your network uh, allows you opportunities to meet people that are doing different things uh, and to change uh, the way you're thinking about uh, what you're doing right now. Like originally, I was in the, in solely thinking about Canada, and once I met Glenn uh, and realized what he was doing, I pivoted uh, a bit to kind of because I liked what he was doing. He was he was down the U.S. You know, he wasn't changing toilets and tenants. So I really like the fact that he was uh, freeing himself for, uh, from yeah. some of the day-to-day -day operations when he was in Canada. So now he's able to kind of get more deals. Yeah, and one thing we should mention is we were, this is not a business trip. This is our vacation, but we were still doing business while we were here. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I'm thinking we could uh, touch a little bit on like some of these do's and don'ts of, uh, of doing business while on vacation. So I think we learned some things. I think we learned some things that would have added a lot of stress to our lives by doing it this way. Um, Absolutely, there, there was a lot of challenges uh, when going abroad uh, for holidays, uh, you know, internet, uh, moving money, because uh, we have a few deals that are closing. Uh, well, we thought, we thought it, we had a deal that was closing on Monday when we got back and one of our biggest hurdles turned out to be, well, we, I thought it was a blessing before we left, but internet. Internet was uh, actually the hardest problem to get figured out. I thought there would be a blessing that I could tune out, not have the internet, and it would be, it would be a vacation. I would stop doing real estate because I constantly am on my phone doing real estate. So I thought that was a blessing, but it turned out to be a real pain in the butt. Like, we... Well, one of the big things we found is if you want to log into banks, a lot of banks, if you use the apps, they'll let you in, but actually using websites for banks. Um, so some of my American banks, you need to use the website to log in because I can't get the app because the app is only available in the American app store, not the Canadian app store. So I used to use the bank uh, website to log in and do all my banking, which is now impossible because they're blocking the, <laughs> the connection coming from Cuba. So that made things difficult. Uh, when we were trying to close properties on Monday, it meant wiring money, sending money, and it with really, really shoddy internet. And I'm talking about internet that's so bad that if the email was more than like one paragraph, 
that it wasn't going to, it wasn't even going to open the email because it was, it was, we're, we're working on dial-up levels. So it, it made our life so stressful. There was literally one night I spent the whole night thinking about how we're possibly going to close this. And then we, well, we started asking for extensions. It turned out that we worked it out. It turned out that it, we were closing on Friday. So the, the pressure's off. But uh, internet, one of the number one thing to think about when you're going on vacation, even if you don't want it, it I think it's a good idea to make sure your resort does have internet at an acceptable level. But like we spoke before, yeah, I feel it's a feast or famine. Uh, you know, there wasn't any deals for the last couple of months, and then all of a sudden we booked this uh, vacation, and then three deals, possibly a fourth, come all up. So, you know, for me it's about uh, making it work. Kind yeah. of anything's possible if you really, really are motivated to make it work. Definitely. Oh, another thing you probably think of, I just mentioned the closing on Monday. Don't pick property, don't have closings happen the day you get back. <laughs> it's, a, it's a terrible idea. Um, and, and if you do, or we actually, we, we closed two properties while we were on vacation. <laughs> but, cheers. Cheers. But, go to uh, have someone else who's responsible. Uh, before we left, um, Leave one of your partners at home. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to Phil. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, I had a drink. But so yeah, leave somebody at home who is completely responsible and has authority. Uh, the Friday before we left, Jay and I went down to Niagara Falls, New York, uh, signed with a notary, and gave Phil power of attorney to be able to buy properties. Uh, limited power of attorney so that he could buy properties for us and sign for the entire corporation because a lot of times if there's multiple names on the corporation on the the corporate docs they are going to want you all to sign in most cases um there is some title companies that will allow it if you start dealing are we gonna do name drops okay if you're using os national for instance they're going to insist on you using um um, every single person signing, every single person signing in the states. So by us giving him power of attorney for, and we listed the properties he had power of attorney for, and with a corporation he could sign for, because we actually have what, five, five corps together. Um, listed the specific one that he could sign for for specific properties. Um, it, it made this whole thing workable, right? Absolutely. It made that we could travel and vacation and still be closing properties um i think it still probably slowed us down a bit like we're gonna have to uh i think it, uh, probably our renovations on hold at least until we get back i don't think he's gonna start much on that i think that's so another problem that we were having uh was sending money to the united states jay talk us about it i think it's good when, when you're when you're buying properties uh to uh to prepare your money in advance even if you don't have properties uh, because we're, we're finding the challenge is uh, some of these companies are dropping the ball and, and not closing on time. So we're making a mad rush to close some of these in cash. Oh, yeah. And then finance them later on. So, you know, I feel like uh, the best thing to do is have many tools in your toolbox uh, to anticipate uh, for the financing companies uh, to drop the ball. Yeah, so as you say, we were we had we'd set up financing to close in these properties, but the properties weren't necessarily 
closing with the financing because um, lenders and title companies, um, what's the play way to put this, aren't consistent with what they say. Um, so, so by having a backup plan like this, we can get money there. Um, another issue is transferring money. So the one thing we forget as Canadians is sometimes this money doesn't go instant from like if I was trying to wire from US to US I can get it there in like a couple hours whereas when I'm going from Canada to the US with money we're, we have a there's, a there's a wait period of like a day they usually say two to three days a lot of times it's next day that the money will show up um, but sometimes like if we're in an emergency situation like we were where the uh, the lender wasn't holding up their end and we were going to have to turn to a cash close, we were going to have to send money. And based on the way your lines of credit are set up, if that's where you're using as your cash backup, sometimes the money isn't going from uh, just straight there, right? And a lot of times we're like, like for your instance, we had to wire money, or sorry, put a check from a line of credit to a bank account, and then a bank account we could do a wire from, because uh, Jay the same as I, we both have uh, lines of credit at banks we don't actually bank at. Um, I talked about this in an episode like three ago, where I get these lines of credit set up, and I don't actually bank there, I might just have had a credit card or something, right? And so whenever you need that special money for a small period of time for a couple days for the lender to catch up, um, it's, it, there's sometimes an extra long wait period. If you need a check to clear, I would suggest doing it before you leave for the trip. <laughs> I, I, that would add a lot of, would reduce some stress. I also think it's beneficial to create relationships with banks in advance, even if you may or may not use them. That's a uh, great tip. Like reach out to, if you do quite a bit of banking, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, fill in the blank here. Yeah. Reach out to the branch manager, get to know him, set up a time for, you know, to, to sit down with him, you know, get his personal number so that if we do, um, if you do run into problems, like for example, I have my branch manager's uh, personal number and if we ran into some troubles, which I, we thought that we were going to, uh, I could reach out to that him and then, you know, because I've already uh, established a relationship with him uh, uh, in advance. Yeah, and it might be a way uh, to send money faster, allow him to do uh, move money from one bank account to another bank account for you through an email instead of an in-person situation or a phone call because they, you've, you've told them you're going to Cuba, you, they know that what's happening, and they know that you've authorized this. If something, if something happens, you may need to use them. You're correct. Yeah. So I think it's, uh, I think it's just some great tips. Um, Jay, if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do so? Uh, you can reach out to me uh, personally at uh, jstyle007 at gmail.com. That's J-A-Y-S-T-Y-L-E-S 007 at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll uh, talk to you on the next episode.